Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I am one of your hosts, Eric. And I am Michael, the other host. The other, other host. No, just the other. There's only two oh. of us. Is that like the other white meat? Hey, um, well, well I mean, we, I guess, and this it applies in this situation, too. <laughs> yeah, both white, so. I uh, Speaking of other, other hosts, though, I did hang out with um, past hosts of the show, uh, one Bradley Wiley the other night. Aw, and we uh, actually saw one of our other former hosts of our two, Mr. Uh, Michael Boggs. Aww. Yeah, he was doing a uh, show with a couple fucking retards at the whoa at a fucking bar nearby, and uh, so we went and gave him some moral support, had a couple fucking beers, and listened to him play songs that Brad every fucking one of them that would start. He'd be like, "Oh my god, this is gay! I'd never play this." <laughs> So. And yeah, yep. <laughs> that good luck getting gigs, Brad. Yeah, we're disappointed though because like, I mean, he just like Brad sent me a message like, "Hey man, I'm gonna go see Boggs Saturday night. You want to go with me?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." I-, I thought it was gonna be like him doing like a one man acoustical jam thing, but it was actually like him and two other dudes, and he didn't even do any of the singing, so it was very disappointing. Well, yeah, is it is it like the the one band that he's in or whatever? Um, I don't think he's in like an actual band band like that one with the old. I mean, they're like cover band. Yeah, I mean that's all it was was covers. But I think he plays with a couple different sets of people because I know oh, okay. he's, he's got some more gigs coming up with like some different guys. But uh, yeah, I'm not gonna be fucking going to see those. Not nothing against him. It's just <clears throat> most of them are fucking in places I don't want to fucking drive to. And uh, so, yeah, but Brad's got a show coming up, too, so I might have to fucking go and roll on that a little bit. How's uh, Brad's divorced ass? Uh, He seems to be doing okay. I mean, he told me some stories, but I won't talk about them on podcast. (laughs) Yeah. I can can give you a little fucking heads up. Actually, speaking of Bradley, uh, because we always plug uh, his other show, the Andy and the Bradtastic Voyage, I will be uh, guest starring on that with him tomorrow night, so... Oh shit! So I'll throw the link up whenever we do that. So if anybody wants to check that fucking shit fest out, evidently Andy is out of town, or I don't know what the fuck he's he's getting treated for fucking AIDS or something. So he's not gonna make the show. So I'm gonna be a filler. Yeah, that that you know that that's a legitimate excuse. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I didn't ask. Don't really give a shit. I was just like, yeah, I'll fucking come over and do it, man. You know, it's kind of how I am. I'm fucking always there. Such a pal. 
Oh, and I got big news because we always, at the end of the show for our listeners, we always promote um, really only Brad's show, and then we'll always throw out the Digital Frustration show. And this shows you that we don't really fucking pay attention like yeah. to any fucking thing. But Brad said that they stopped doing Digital Frustrations a few weeks ago and stuff. And no. Justin completely turned on fucking Brad. So Digital oh, Frustrations shit. is uh, completely dead. So the Bradtastic what? Voyage... What did Brad do? He just basically said that Justin let him know that I guess they always fucking really hated him. <laughs> God damn. I don't think he said that to him, but I think the, what the conversation they had, that's pretty much Brad, the gist of it. Yeah. That's what Brad kind of made. Yeah. For we've all, we've always just tolerated you. <laughs> that's kind of the way it sounded from Brad. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. So, uh, anybody out there who is like, these motherfuckers keep telling us to go listen to digital frustrations. They're, that show's not even there anymore. Well, so much drama on these podcasts. Yeah, we don't swear. Sorry, but we didn't listen either, so we had yeah, no, no idea. I, I've said it several <laughs> times on this show here. I just I don't listen to podcasts anymore. I just don't. I can't find the time to do it. So I apologize, but that's just the way it is. Hey, man. And I don't even keep up with it. I don't even notice that they don't post it. Well, they didn't make any like official statement. So no. If they would have said something on Facebook, I probably would have seen it. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. Because, you know, they're throwing a temper tantrum or something. I don't know. Yeah, so that, unfortunately, that didn't make it. So maybe we'll have to fucking add uh, Andy and Brett, the Brad Tassie Assimilate voyage. them into uh, the Intellectual <laughs> Saviors Network. We might have to add them on since, basically, We're, I'm putting out my show about once a month. We need some more filler. Yeah. <laughs> We're... Uh, yeah, we're we're growing exponentially because you got your show, then my show. Uh, there might be another show coming on. We have a, a oh. fan of the show that's looking to doing his own thing. So yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, he sent us a question the other day, and I never answered. I don't. I don't know if you did. Or I not. answered it. Okay, good. I didn't mean to ignore uh, you, Joe. It's just I saw it and I didn't have time to get to it then. And I'm real bad about like I yeah. forget. He was just asking <laughs> if we used a uh, pod blocked or a uh, pod, pod bean. bean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's like I, I said this on my other podcast once, man. It's the easiest thing ever. You spend twenty bucks on a USB mic and ten bucks a month on a Podbean subscription, you could be a fucking podcasting motherfucker in no time. You don't have to be yep. good at it. Audacity. I get that for free. Download that. And you can use that to record your tracks, and it sucks to edit with, but you know, if you got patience, you can you can make it happen. It's fucking. I mean, look, no one's gonna listen to you. <laughs> I'm just, like, I don't want to lie to you. That is true. I don't want to lie to you. No one's gonna fuck unless you're yeah. very nichey. If you Nobody got a really good gives niche, a shit. then you may be able to pull some people in. Yeah. Uh, if you're, you're really well versed on something. Yeah. If you're if you got a lot of if you got a solid podcast, one or two things, or I guess a, a few things. Niche. That's a big one, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you're famous. So you <laughs> that, already had notoriety. Yeah, that really does help. That helps out a ton. Um, or you pander and you're clean. You know, a lot of the big ones, they, they try to keep it as clean as possible. They don't really go yeah. into, like, you know, the most controversial things they'll talk about or, you know, what Trump tweets, not anything else, you know. So they, they try and keep yeah. it as clean as possible. Because everybody's got to have their safe place. I would say, th- 
Yeah, I'd say as far as my uh, cursing and stuff on my other show, I'd say I probably have, it's probably half as much as this. I'm I'm a little bit better about not dropping as many bombs. On mine, I've uh, taken a little break because I'm trying to figure out how I want to do. I think. I'm going to break it because I usually do like hour shows and I do it half and half. Like I'll do whatever I want to talk about and then I do the second half wrestling and talk or whatever. I'm thinking I'm going to try and split it and do just like maybe a half hour show like every week and then it'll be every other week will be one or the other. So it'll be a little bit more condensed. So it's like if you don't want to listen to that one shit, you know, or if you're into the wrestling stuff, whatever, you don't have to fucking fast forward and do all that yeah. it'll be separate i'm just trying to figure out how i want to do it so i don't know i'll get around to it. i get some really funny stories and some stuff i want to talk about i just been real lazy but i guess i was telling eric before we started i got rid of the kids uh, summer vacations up the two step kids are at their dad's for most of the summer and then mine's spend some quality time with his grandma so i've got i'll actually have like complete free time for about the next month so i'm i have no excuse i've really got nothing else to do i don't have to yell at fucking kids to do shit clean up stuff and make sure their shit's together for school and make dinners and all that other stuff so whip that ass yeah i get to put my mr mom duties on fucking hold so i'll have a lot more time for jerking off to porn and fucking recording podcasts so Get ready for some fucking awesome podcasts in action. But yeah, I might talk to Brad. Maybe we'll throw him on our fucking not real, but only in fucking verbiage uh, <laughs> network. <laughs> network. So I could put him on there and start. We'll put his icon on with ours and then start promoting his I fucking mean, shit. I, I, I kind of feel that's what everybody else does. They just say a name. Yeah. I mean, We're part of this network. Yeah, the only difference is if we had like a web page and all the links, like eh, all the shows are on eh. it. And who needs that? Um, yeah, I'm not going to manage that shit. That's what I'm saying. I'll just throw the links on Twitter and Facebook eh, for all the shows that, and go fucking check that, them out. That sounds like something Eric three years ago when he cared would have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we actually did try to do that. Remember, we had our fucking yeah. Oh yeah, I remember a having a website. I had it all set up and all that shit and. It just, yeah, no, I don't, again, we, we don't get paid for this, so. <laughs> We're too lazy. If you're, if you're disappointed in it, then fuck off. <laughs> and if you're with us and you're disappointed, Pro- then yeah. fucking high five. Pro- promote us and get us paid, and then we'll talk. But beyond that, this is what you're getting. Yeah. A half-assed fucking show, and then a really half-assed other show that I do. I think, I think Michael puts a little bit more effort into his show than I do. Uh, well, when I've done it, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I need to start... Um, a, I'm going to start a Patreon for us and see if we can pull in about 15 or $20 a month. <laughs> so just I can to pay, pay for the uh, Podbean fees? Yeah, just to pay for the Podbean, and, and that's that. <laughs> I mean, it won't be... For, believe me, I, I'd be... If we made even enough to pay for our fucking $10, $12 a month for the Podbean, I'd feel like we're making it happen. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll do it. But the problem is with the pa- Patreon is you have to have like those tiers where you give shit away, and we literally have oh, nothing pff. to give. Yeah. So I mean, I can, uh, I can send you my dirty underwear. Yeah, I was gonna say like you know just the dollar a month is, or something like basically you just get the privilege of donating, and then like yeah. the second tier like we wouldn't do like crazy like five and ten dollars. It'd literally go like one dollar. Two dollars. I'll, I'll mail you a piece of paper that I slapped with my dick. <laughs> yeah, if 
Yeah, if you do $10 a month, it, you get a, a fresh dick pic every month or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't... Can, I don't think we'll get very many people <laughs> on that. Nah. It, it's just... It, it was just... I, I, it was an idea that I had that I, I quickly fucking said, nah, it's too much work. Nah, too much work. Exactly. <laughs> it's like everything exactly. else. That's, that's how I am every time. I'm like, oh, I should do this for the podcast. I'm like, ah, nah. <laughs> too much fucking work. If I got paid for it, sure, but I don't get paid, so. Ah, <sighs> Christ. I got, oh. I got other things that I have to worry about, unfortunately. Yeah, that's true, man. Um, God damn, we've already rambled on too much shit. Anyway. Ten uh, minutes. Yeah. Too much, too much podcast and talk while we're doing the podcast. No one gives a shit. I mean, everybody cares. We're breaking the fourth wall, bro. Yeah, we do it every fucking show. No one fucking... Everybody knows the scene. We've talked about stuff plenty of times, behind the scenes stuff, but... um, No, if... I want to try and get Brad to talk about some of his most deep, dark secrets tomorrow while we're doing the show, so I'll... Like I said, I'll throw the link up after I do it, so... Everybody like just anything to. or like the juicy digital frustration details? Uh, we might go into that and rip them a little and then I'll try and get him to talk some shit about, um, you know, relationship things. Uh, I'm so. just a little curious. Uh, mm-hmm. Was it everybody at the digital frustrations that pretty much doesn't like them? I, you know, I was wondering that because I was like, dude, I thought you and uh, Andrew were real good friends and stuff. Yeah, He's like, well, he goes, well, we talk a little bit. And I'm like, oh, it seems like everybody's turned on him. Poor Brad, man. God damn. I know, it's sad. Hey man. That's why he called me up to fucking want to hang out. He's like bottom of the barrel. He needed yeah. <laughs> it's like I mean, even though you yelled at me and called me a fucking idiot, I still like you. Aw. No. Aw. Kinda deserved it. I was prodding the bear. Okay, well this is good. Since we since we're like ten fucking twelve <clears throat> minutes in and stuff. Now everybody's all fucking like, oh my God, these assholes going to talk about anything tonight. Yep. So I told Eric before the show, I kind of have a, a mini fucking rant and I don't, look, this is probably going to, because every time we talk about these types of issues, I always, I know I'm pissing somebody off, but so I don't, I know that I watch and I talk about like Bill Maher. Did, so did you hear what Bill Maher did on his show? Uh, what? Okay, so... Did I hear what? What Bill Maher did on his show this week. Um, I didn't watch it, but I mean, I watched some like clips of it. Yeah, so... You, okay, so... You, I'm, I'm watching his show, so if, for the people who don't... I mean, I think most people know who Bill Maher is. He's got you yeah. know, Real Time with Bill Maher on HBO. Friday And I always watch it. And I mean, I'm a fan of Bill Maher's because I like the... He's more libertarian than me in some aspects, but I like the fact that he's an atheist with a little bit of a he's kind of rough around the edges and he's got his own show. He kind of promotes it. And, you know, I like taking the shots at religion, especially in political realm. It's good to have someone out there doing it. Like I said, I don't agree with everything he says, but I do like, him. I've been watching him for fucking years. I mean, I've watched him. Yeah. I try to watch him almost every week. I just haven't watched it this week. Yeah. I mean, even, I mean, back in the day, even when he did politically incorrect, I mean, it was like 20 fucking years ago, I was watching him then. So I've been watching him for a long time and, like I said, don't agree with everything he says, but I, so he's doing an interview with Ben Sass. I'm sure a lot of people have already heard this and they're talking about, 
Ben Sass has some book about people not being adults anymore, acting like adults. And they're mm-hmm. discussing like Halloween, you know, and Bill Morris talking about everybody dresses up, even the adults. It's like Halloween's more for the adults and like LA and stuff. And he's like, yeah, Nebraska, we don't do that. He said it's kind of frowned upon, you know? Yeah. And Bill Morris like, good, you know, I need to go hang out with those people, you know, or something. And he tells him, he says, yeah, come to Nebraska because we'll put you to work in the fields. And Bill Maher goes, work in the fields? He says, he goes, no, he goes, I'm a house. And he throws out the term nigga, which is perfectly acceptable, of course, because they didn't have the ER on the end of it. Um, but no, he, he says that. And it's just like, I'm watching it and I'm just like, cringe. I'm like, oh, why did you say that? And then, of course, you know, half the audience fucking just uh, you just hear the groan in the audience yeah. and the senator ben sass from nebraska he just kind of does the fake smile like oh i don't know how to react what you just said <laughs> and i'm just like oh my god dude and the thing with bill mars then i on twitter he's getting lit up you know for oh he's a racist course, yeah. and this and that and it's like have you ever watched bill maher yeah it's like first ever? of all it was tough because i'm like i as soon as he said, I'm like, oh, dude, seriously? Because it's like, I know it's a joke. Like, he hears the thing, like, working in the fields. And the thing with Bill Mars, I know he's real close. He's got some close black friends. Like, if people know who Kid and Play is, I listen to a local radio station, and Kid's on it all the time with the guys I listen to in the afternoon. They do, like, football picks during the football season together. And for people who don't know, Kid is actually, he works behind the scenes on the real-time show, and, like, he did the music and everything for it, and him and Bill Maher are pretty tight. Like, they're, like, fucking dope-smoking buddies together, of course. (laughs) But, I mean, I know Bill Maher's, and he's dated black women and stuff. I know he says fucked-up shit sometimes, but he's not a racist. Like, he he might be the typical kind of, like, white person who says things he shouldn't say sometimes. But it's, like, to me, he hears that, and he goes into like, hey, I'm hanging out with my buddies. Let me say a joke I'd say with them without thinking it through and putting it out there. And so HBO kind of put out a thing. Basically, they're not firing or anything. But I know it pissed off a lot of black people. And I, hey, I get it. You know, especially if you don't know who Bill Maher is and you don't know anything about him. And even if you do, like I said, you can't say that. Like if you're with your buddies and stuff. And you're white, and you got black buddies or something. You can get away with some shit, like if you're tight and stuff. But on national television, you throw a term out like that. He was just getting killed on Twitter. And I talk about this all the time, the political correctness thing. It fucking makes me crazy with liberals and stuff. And and he's, he's talked about that as well, how it drives him insane. Oh, he goes after it all the time. And that's another thing that I really like about him is he'll take, he'll say shit about like, Muslims or something, these attacks, you know, and how people, and you got the real fucking left-leaning people, these, like they always say, the social justice warriors, you know, and I hate those types too, because on Twitter sometimes, like, I'll make little sarcastic, shitty comments about something about Hillary, you know, because the fucking, she ran a shitty campaign, and she's pretty much mostly to blame for her failures. I mean, you, you can blame the FBI, you can blame this, you can blame that, but she did run a bad campaign, and she was a bad candidate. She had a lot of baggage, whether it was just or not. And you can't say anything to lefties on there. Or if I say something good about Bernie Sanders, dude, some of those real hardcore lefties will jump your shit on there. You know, like, oh, he fucking cost her the election stuff. I'm like, 
don't, okay. It's like, I don't what? even, I can't even <laughs> fight with, I, I swear to God, dude, it's like, I can't even fuck, talk to you fucking people. Because, because of the election by going on there and telling people, hey, if you would have voted for me, vote for her. Yeah, I know. But he cost her the election. <laughs> no, it was those Bernie or Bust people that cost her the election. Well, and you, you dumb know, fuck. And you know you what? Have to disassociate the supporters from the actual person. But that's what they do. They're like, oh, it's the Bernie bros and the Bernie or Bust people. I'm like, but they there's a reason why they're Bernie or Bust too. It's like because she's not progressive on a lot of things i mean yeah because she was shitty she's a war hawk you know she's very conservative i mean there's things about her it's like yeah if you wanted a real progressive candidate he was your candidate it's like you can't fucking blame him for like being pissed now if they went and voted for jill stein or something it's like either just stay home or don't fucking vote you know if you're gonna waste a vote on that cocksucker or they're talking about some people oh someone will turn and vote for trump well if they're voting for trump then they didn't believe in they weren't bernie Bernie or bust people yeah yeah and it, it, but you can't get on people about that. But it's like yeah, that or they were Bernie bus people, and they don't even know why they were Bernie or bus people. I'm telling, <laughs> dude, it's amazing. And um, but I, but I get on Twitter and I'm fucking I'm reading through it, and it's like so many black people are so pissed, and they're all calling for his head and this or that, and and then they they all bring up. I, I read some articles, you know, by some different auth- um, people in the different papers and stuff that write. Um, they're you know the black authors and stuff of these pieces and you know they they bring up the white privilege thing and stuff like that and it's like i'm a couple of the terms i'm getting really fucking tired of and i know we've had this discussion before and you don't exactly agree with me but the white privilege thing and cultural appropriation those are two terms that are fucking making me insane and because like i said bill moore is not a liberal liberal he's more libertarian but he definitely leans progressive tinge no, there's no yeah. doubt about it he's not a fan of republicans and conservatism and the bullshit they stand for and it's like i see them all jumping on him and i've seen it like even with bernie i saw a lot of uh, people not just whites but there's like section of the black people and stuff that jumped on bernie too and and i, I see this infighting and stuff within certain circles and, you know, they start bringing up white privilege stuff. It's like, I, I think a lot of this rage is directed at the wrong people. You know, it's like you, the jump on him and I, you should see marches and protests by the African-American community every fucking day since Jeff Sessions was elected, you know, or not elected, but, you know, put in charge of the DOJ. Yeah, because he you, actually is a racist. I mean, he has said, I mean, dude, he was like, oh, I used to be okay with the KKK until, you know, so, I mean, he's made these really yeah. fucked up comments. And he I mean, is actually a racist. And you look what he's doing now with um, trying to go back to those harsher punishments for like stop drug, and frisk, stop and frisk and things like that. It's like, these are things that are intentionally to target uh, the minority communities, whether, I mean, of course they don't say that and they, Oh no, no, it's not, but they are, Th- those laws are put in place telling that, uh, you know, uh, police units can, uh, self police themselves. <sighs> there doesn't need to be federal oversight as far as whenever a police officer kills an unarmed black man. Yeah. And it's like, I just, there's a lot of really good, strong leaders in the black community and stuff. And there's a lot of good movements. Like we talked about, you know, any any of the movements that have come in place recently, um, the Black Lives Matter, I think that some people hijacked that and there are some events and things that took place um, that kind of tarnished it a little bit. 
Because like I said, anytime you have an event where we have these shootings or you see some of these injustices, I think white people, most white people step up to the plate. The good ones, not the conservative ones most of the time. But I mean, even some conservatives will jump on the side to say, you know, these are injustices. We need to work towards these. But like I said, then certain other things will happen or people within those movements or, you know, you have things get out of hand and, you know, a fucking place gets burnt to the ground and some cards get fucking turned. And then all of a sudden it's like, eh, okay, maybe we're not as on board with this. It's like you drive away some of your support. And I think just from some of these comments I was reading, I'm going to sit here and go through them and stuff, but I'm reading this stuff and I'm just like, there's a little bit too much of this. And, and every time a white person does fuck up, you start hearing, oh, you, you check your privilege at the door and this and that. It's like, I know that for me, and I've said this before, it's somewhat offensive to me because I know that there are people out there and I understand the whole white privilege. We've talked about this before. I never have to go, well, I mean, I might have to do it now because I'm going to have, you know, the fucking partially brown kid coming out here pretty soon. But like, I know black families, like the conversation they have to have with their children about, you know, the cops and how to act when you're out and about compared to how like you don't have to have those discussions as a white person. I mean, like, if you're white, you tell your kids, hey, if you ever, you know, fuck a cop, you know, you'd be respectful. And it's a different conversation. And that's, I get that. That's white privilege, quote unquote. But, like I said, it's not across the board. Not every white person, you know, has all this power and has been through things. And so, it's it's a, a little bit one of those things where it's, it's a little... I try to. I'm trying to think of a way to phrase this, you know, where it's not offensive, but <laughs> I don't really know. To, yeah, I know. I know. It's well. It's just to make to put it into an understanding, you know, where I don't. I, I think it does offend some white people. And I know black people are like we don't give a shit because this is our lives and we have to go through it, and we d- we'll never understand that. Just like you know, black people can't be in our shoes and understand how this white guilt thing and everything that you get pushed on. You're like, Oh, you like when I was in the military, I've said this before. I hadn't been around a lot of black people and stuff. I grew up in like a pretty suburban area right in between Dallas and Fort Worth. And like my, my high school, maybe 10% was people of color, you know, it was predominantly white high school. And, um, I got in the military and like half of the people in my unit, when I first got stationed over Germany were, black hispanic you know so and we some of the the black guys like that were in in our unit stuff i mean they would come right to your face and be like you know we don't fucking like white people you know you guys are the fucking devil you guys owe us 40 acres and a mule and i'm like what the fuck you know i never had this shit before um it's like and you understand we're all in our late teens and 20s it's like what the fuck, dude? Like, I don't have this shit. Like, I don't remember. I never grew up with segregated water fountains and stuff. And I'm like, neither have they. I mean, as I've gotten older, I understand that we're only a few generations removed. Like, someone in their 20s or 30s now that's black can pretty much go to their grandparent and hear about fire hoses getting turned on them or black and white bathrooms and water fountains and stuff. So, they've never experienced it. They can live it through someone who's very close to them still. So they get that, you know, they could kind of, they could feel that pain through them. So I can understand that now better than I could then. So I get a lot of these things, but 
anytime a white person does fuck up, like a Bill Moore, which was a stupid mistake, like, and it was, yeah, that was dumb. Because I, he's not a race. I don't think he's a race. I don't know in person, no. of course, but I don't. I really don't feel he's a racist, and I do think that sometimes people need to be a little bit more understanding and let some things go. Like it's okay to shit on him and get on his ass, but we don't need to start calling for his fucking head and start. Well, calling him a racist and bashing him and yeah, i see things this is something that i have been uh increasingly frustrated with uh especially recently because it seems like every damn little thing is like a huge overblown bullshit shenanigans fucking crap what it comes down to is it's a lot of people who have no idea what the fuck they're talking about talking about something and having an opinion. It's just like you said. You have Bill Maher, who's been an advocate for blacks, Latino, all minorities, women. Um, he made one little mistake. People that don't know him have no idea what he's about. Call for his head. Then you have the same people that aren't saying shit about Sessions because they don't know they don't fucking read. They look at what's on their Facebook and Twitter feed and go, oh, shit, I can't believe he did that. I got to fucking say something because my opinion matters. And it's like, no, you idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So shut the fuck up. And that happens on both sides. Oh, Left yeah. and right. It's a bunch of fucking morons who have no fucking idea what they're talking about. Open up their damn mouths and spreading their fucking moronic ideas out there. I understand is that if a black person you're offended, but look into it. Is he really a racist in your eyes? Dig. Find out. Look at interviews. Look at other shows that he's done. See the things that he's said. And maybe that'll change your tune a little bit. Yeah, you're still disappointed that he said it. Certainly it was fucked up and ill-advised. But he's not Jeff Sessions. <laughs> no. He wasn't cool with the KKK. He's not purposefully implementing minority hurting policies that will put more black people in jail, that will get more black people shot. Read. It's fucking irritating as hell that social social media is a fucking cancer. Let's no, just it, get it, that out of the way. No, it's it a is. fucking cancer. It is. It is. <laughs> And they need to check them fucking selves because it's getting way the fuck out of hand. Yeah. And then on the opposite side to this is for the white people out there, because I saw some people who were posting things like, well, I know he's not a racist, you know, because he dated a black woman <laughs> or some shit like that. And I'm just like, you. that's like saying... I'm not racist. I, mean, I have a black friend. It's I, like I, yeah, I still wouldn't say it, but I mean, it's like that's another one that. But a racist wouldn't date a black woman. Um, let me say this, dude. That's <laughs> no, I'm no. Pretty sure. Well, I'm not gonna. No, I don't want to like make this sound like this is me because because I've dated a black girl in the past. But I'm a real prejudiced person. But it's just against people in general. Like I don't like fucking people. I'd usually find. I mean, prejudice. I think there's a thing there. And I've said this before. There's a major difference. There's racism, and then there's being prejudiced. You know, everybody knows the thing. Racism. You hate someone because of their race, because of the color of the skin. Prejudice is just like, 
I don't, it's like, oh, look, someone's got a fucking I love Jesus shirt on. Doesn't matter their color. I'm automatically like, eh, fucking idiot. That's prejudice. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely have that. I'm raising my hand. Everybody's fucking prejudiced. Even in some aspects, like you might not be racist, but like you'll see a certain race with like, okay, like maybe fucking, I don't know. I don't know who wears what or whatever. And so I get confused, but like the, the women out there, like there's the Indian women and then some of the other women of Muslim culture and they wear the headscarves or something. Some of them do it because of religious thing. Some of them do it because it's just a cultural thing. It's really not really like, they, I think the Indian women wear the thing more for cultural, uh, you know, the Muslim women do it because they have to, because otherwise they'll get fucking murdered because they get a peaceful, loving religion. <laughs> but, but I mean, like people see things and then they'll oh, fucking, everybody's a fucking terrorist. It's like, well, Indian, most of the Indians aren't, you know, they're fucking this and they wear it for this. That's what I'm saying. People take things for the wrong reason. And I saw that kind of stuff. And I'm like, that's just as bad, you know? And it's like, it's like I said, you know, back in the day with the white privilege thing, I think about, I'm like, dude, I don't fucking do nothing. But I understand, you know, like I said, now that I'm older, I do get this. And I explained this once before when you guys, you know, I think you and Brad are tag teaming me because I was talking about the white privilege thing. I understand why, like, because the generations are still there from when, you know, older black folks had to put up with some of that shit, you know, the segregation stuff. They still remember that. And it's easy to pass those stories down to their children. The only problem I think in a way is it instills that fucking kind of that rage and hatred against white people. And I think all, a lot, not all, I'm going to say all, but I think a lot of uh, black people still have that. That's why you see this rise of, white privilege or culture appropriation. Every time a white person does something that's considered like a black thing, you know, like if a white girl has cornrows or something, people are like, Oh, fucking culture push it. You try to take our stuff. It's like, uh, just let the dumb bitch have cornrows if she wants. Them. It's not trying to steal from you guys. I mean, it's like, Oh, sorry, you can't ride in that car because white people developed, you know, <laughs> invented the car. It's culture appropriation. It's like we got to stop with these bullshit little fights and trying to be enraged at each other all the time. Because even though we've had the black president, we're post-racial now. Bullshit. <laughs> you know? um, I think it's worse now than it probably was when Obama got elected. I mean, I I would say that it's getting worse as opposed to getting better. And it's not just even... I- I, I'm, I mean, I think it. I think it's more social media. I, I think that's the the kicker. Well, I mean, that's what makes it seem like it's worse than it was. Because I mean, uh, you know, eight years where Obama was in office, you saw the explosion of social media, and it's completely changed the way that we get our information and how we form our opinions and voice our opinions. But see, in a way, I think because there is a social media, so now it's easy for anybody to get their opinions out there. I think it shows how bad it, like before it was more that, you know, it's always that people talk about and you'll hear people of color say this and stuff. You know, it's like someone's real nice. It's that racism that you don't see. It's that like smile to your face, shake your hand. Then go put on the fucking KKK robes, yeah. you know, and you're not. Yeah, I mean, I think it sure, was more like that. You got your now name on social media, but you're still behind a screen. You're not saying it to their face. Yeah, so it's think, easier for you to spread your hate. And I think you see that. And I think after Obama, I think, well, like we talked about a lot, you know, all the rise in the militia. Well, that certainly and emboldened like that. some groups and some hate 
people hating people because yeah i mean they they look at it as you know they took back the white house you know mm. we took back our country we're gonna make it mm. great again uh. <laughs> yeah how's that going <laughs> but uh, i don't know i mean but it's and also i saw it a lot during the election too when you know without obama running there's a lot of people like Oh fuck it, you know the black guy's not running this time. We're not. I I saw things on there where black people were saying stuff like that, like, "Well, Hillary's this or that," and it's like, "Yeah, she sucks. I get it." <laughs> but you know, you still have to think about what's going to be best for you. And it's like we're talking about, like, Trump takes over, right? You've got Sessions in office. Trump, the first thing he did, he made it harder to get FHA loans. He cut back on to it, or they're trying to cut back the funding majorly on like. Uh, school programs, like after-school programs. Uh, yeah. Uh, fucking, uh, oh my God, like the lunches programs and stuff for, you know, yeah, lower discounts costs. and free lunches. Yeah, tuition assistance, uh, student loans. They're trying to cut back on grants and stuff like that. And then, like I said, DOJ, we talked about that, you know, harsher penalties again. And, you know, more emboldened of the cops. Like, hey, we're not going to come after you cops. Just fucking go out and shoot whoever you want. You know, it's on you guys. Um that's why elections do have consequences. It's like, yeah, I get it. You know, the you didn't have your candidate again, and Hillary wasn't the best, but you still have to look at and like we did this right after the election. We shit on white people a lot because we're like fucking white people, and then you know I got the numbers and I was like, and we went over. And I'm like, dude, just as many black people voted for Trump this time as you know voted for whoever Romney or something last time. Like Trump still got like 8% of the black votes. Like what the hell's going on? He still got like 20 some percent of the Hispanic vote. And I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't understand it. And so let's put this in perspective from this. This is why the, the, the whole, you know, dog pile, you know, on both sides, you know, uh, white blacks. This is why I keep saying we've the more liberal white people, the, the smart white people. Um, I would say we've got to not eat each other. Stop the social justice warrior shit and the politically correct stuff. Some people are going to say things and do things. Bill Maher is still a good voice for the left. You know, whether you like him or not, he does still promote, you know, he donated a million dollars to Obama because he was, he didn't want to fucking see, you know, Romney or those other assholes. I mean, he's an asshole sometimes. Like I said, I don't agree with him on anything, but he's still a warrior on our side. You know, right or wrong in this case, fucking wrong. Like I said, I, he said it, and I just kind of cringe. I was like, ooh. <laughs> I was like, oh, why? Why, Bill? But I was looking at, they did, um, from the Pew Research Center, they put out numbers on voting rates by um, by ethnic groups. And... This is what I was kind of saying before. Like, we we got to stop the bickering and bullshit. You know, we're never going to have perfect candidates. You know, me and you, neither one of us are big Hillary guys. I mean, we're both Bernie people. and But you got to suck it up. When you see evil on the other side of the aisle, you can't let that fucking get in the White House. And we know she only lost, really, those three states, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, uh, Michigan. 80,000 votes total between those three states cost her. Which, I mean, it sounds like kind of a lot, but the city I live in has like 40-some thousand people. So, you know, it's like, it's not that many people when you break it out over three states. Yeah. And, like I said, we gave white people a hard time, but 
if statistically speaking, white people always vote about 60% plus for the Republican anyway. That's where Republicans' base is. It's the fucking older white man voter usually anyway. So from 2008 to 2012, the white vote was about 66% of eligible white voters voted in 2008. It was about 64% in 2012 and 65% last year. So pretty steady. I mean, it's white people turned out about the same. Yeah. Black voters in 2008, 65, a little bit under 65% turned out for Obama's first election, which I, I'm a little shocked. I thought it would have been higher. Now, 2004, only about 50% voted. So it was still, you know, it was still good. I mean, not 50, 60%. So it's still about a 5% jump. You know, I would have thought more people would have turned out. In 2012, his re-election, almost 67%. So that's really strong. I mean, more... Uh, eligible black voters turn out than white voters the second turnaround. And of course, both those elections he won by, you know, double digits almost. So, I mean, well, not so much the second time, the first time. The second time, I think he won by like five, six million or something. Very good turnout still, you know. But this last time, instead of 67, like previously, only 59% of black voters turned out. And I think that's part of the problem. It's like, they didn't have their candidate, a candidate that they could associate with color-wise, and it went back to pre-Obama voting numbers, which had been on the rise even the couple of years previous to him taking um, the White House. And it dipped way back down to basically 12-year prior numbers, where white people stayed the same, Hispanics stayed almost exactly the same, were within like literally 1% to 2%. And Asians went up a couple percent in the last election. Um, they had a little bit bigger jump. But the difference in this last election was the percentage of eligible black voters voting. I mean, it literally was almost about an 8% drop. And I'm not saying that it's, you know, I'm not saying it's black people's fault. What I'm saying is black people have a lot more power than they think because. The way the demographics break down, even though they're only 12% of the population, you know, they could really make some changes. And we talk about local races and stuff, you know, people need to go out and vote in these fucking off-year elections. And, you know, a lot of, like where I'm at in Texas, um, a lot of the races around here, no Democrats even run against the Republicans. You go to vote, it's a Republican candidate running against no one. Democrats won't even go up against them because they're like, eh, we're going to lose anyway. It's like, doesn't matter. Get a fucking name on the ballot. And this just shows like if when black people show up and turn out, we can win these elections. We can, you know, it's like the Democrats fuck up. There's no doubt about it. I mean, because the Democrats have moved to the middle since Reagan. They're not as left anymore. They're pretty much a moderate fucking center party now. I mean, they kind of kept, because we had the numbers when Obama's first in, where we could have had a single-payer system if all the Democrats were on board. But you had conservative Democrats that ruined that. Then you had people like Joe Lieberman and some other conservative Democrats that ruined a public option. You know? But the thing is, it's like, you can't rely on the white people. (laughs) Your white people are going to give you the same every time. You're going to get about 65, 66% eligible voters are going to vote, and about 60% of them are going to vote Republican every time. Actually, between Romney and Trump, the vote of white people that he received was only a couple percent difference. So it wasn't this 
build a wall, let's keep out Muslims and stuff that really drove white people out to vote. They really voted the exact same. And percentage-wise, about the same they always do for Republicans. Still fucking idiots, because how the fuck do you vote for Trump, even if you're a Republican? I'll never know. Because they're fucking idiots. Well, I mean, fucking conservatives. Just leave it at that. But the big like difference I saw from looking at these numbers, like I said, was the sharp decline and the black community showing up and voting and you know and now you're seeing like i said you see these things that sessions and some of these people are doing now when they do shit with the economy education system it's going to fuck everybody you know especially anybody poor and guess what this ain't just you know black people or hispanics there's a lot of fucking poor white people there's more poor white people (laughs) you know that it's going to affect too they're too fucking stupid to realize it. But like this shit with these, you know, these punishments and these with the the sentencing and the shit like that, that's going to fucking hurt the black community more. So all I'm saying is I'd like to see a lot less bickering and finger pointing and, you know, white privilege this and, you know, black people fucking don't have jobs and stuff for whatever white people are saying. They don't do this and that. Percentage wise, there's not a lot of difference. We're all pretty equal, <laughs> you know, for the most part. But we need to fucking get together and stop the fucking fighting and stuff. And like I said, I see a lot of it from social media stuff. And I read different, I've read some different articles. I mean, like op-eds and stuff from a couple different papers where there's articles about these kinds of things. Like coming from black writers from their perspectives. And I understand it, you know. I mean, I don't understand what their perspective entirely just from how I can garner it from reading it. I understand them being pissed off about things, but this shows me that we have the numbers and we have the power. We can put the right people in charge and we can make some differences, but man, people have got to step up to the plate. You know, we've got to stop the finger point and we're going to really work together and try and make some of these happen because the way things are going with Trump, the way he's destroying our alliances and he's smashing the institutions that we have in place now and weakening them and, um, not just that, but just it's the overall American, the public, and like the people on the left and the moderates and stuff see what he's doing. It just sucks the fucking life out of our trust in these institutions. It's going to be pretty difficult to recover from four years of Trump, you know? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I like I said, I, I like to put a lot of blame on social media, but really what I think it comes down to, and I was kind of thinking about this earlier because I was listening to NPR, as I always do. Mm-hmm. Um and they were talking about the idea of free speech and, you know, where do you draw the line? You know, they, they talked about some of the crazy liberals at, in college campuses that just go fucking bananas on people. Um, like there was, I can't remember the college, but pretty liberal college. And one of the professors, like, kind of raised some questions about... Um, some of the the funding and stuff that goes to minority groups, he was a little bit critical of some of it, um, but it wasn't like in a racist way. It was more in just how the the money is funneled and handled. And students went fucking bonkers on this guy, and were like calling for him to be fired and all this stuff. And it's like this dude's a liberal, you assholes. <laughs> um, and. You know, and then the the guy like they even have like audio tape of you know the students sitting there bickering and yelling at him, and the 
professor's like, do you want to hear my argument? And they all just yell, no, and just start <laughs> bickering at him. It's like, well, how exactly are you going to get a cohesive conversation when you're not even willing to hear somebody out? Um, and, you know, then they went into hate speech and the idea of, uh, you know, like the Trump supporters that had their rally in Portland, which was stupid, I think, um, you know, right after that fucking uh, crazy nationalist stabbed and killed a couple people because he was yelling at Muslim women. Yep. Um, you know, and just the tact of that and how, you know, they, they said it was a more of a free speech rally now because, you know, the mayor said that they shouldn't allow it to happen or somebody, I can't remember who it was, just based off the timing of everything. Um, so where does free speech end and, you know, the hate speech begin and where do you draw that line and who's able to determine that? And it's a very sticky situation because you can sit there and say, you know, that, Hate speech shouldn't be allowed, but it's like, where where do you draw the line? Once you say that people can't say something, where do you draw that line? How far does it go? And that's kind of the whole idea behind free speech is that you're able to say what you're able to say. So then, you know, let's say hypothetically, it's something that can help or benefit humanity and it gets silenced by corporations or whatever because they slap some little thing on there that says it's banned speech. Things like that. Like, there are reasons why this is put in place. It's not put in place to protect the haters. It's more put in place to protect the ideas. And that's the point of it. So, it, you know, I was trying to think of it. I'm like, well, how, how can you combat that? Because it's so prevalent, especially with the access to the internet and blogs and social media. You have all these stupid fucking people out there just spouting nonsense and what it comes down to is pretty much my answer for almost everything and it's something that we just don't seem to fucking focus on as a society and it makes no damn sense to me education if you have a very well educated public more than likely they're going to see through the bullshit they don't see through the bullshit because they're fucking stupid and they will believe dumb shit. They don't think critically. They just get whatever they get from social media or from whatever uh, news organization outlet they get it from. They don't listen to anybody else because everybody else is a fucking fraud or fake or whatever. And that's it. And another thing, uh, when it comes to minorities and the poor, is access. If you have a good education and you have access to a well-paying job to where you can support yourself, I think a lot of this dumb shit would just dissolve. I think it would honestly go away because people would be able to critically think past the dumb shit and then they would have a nice well-paying job to where they'd be passive enough not to bother with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it just doesn't make sense to me why people don't see that as the answer you know people keep on talking about like oh well where do you draw the line with free speech where, where do you do that? it's like no you, you don't have to do all that shit if you just educate people and give them access to a good paying job to where they can support their family it's not that fucking difficult it's not that hard of a concept to understand but for some damn reason it's something that nobody ever wants to talk about well that <laughs> 
Yeah, that's one of those things. It's 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 always seems like it's a real easy, you know, thing. Like, eh, no, I'm not saying it'd be that, easy. It's it's just so hard. Well, this country, especially because people don't seem to be aligned. Like you know, over in Europe, there's some of those countries have like. I think it would take generations to overcome the stupidity of our nation if we set the course right. Which is always odd to me because, like, I know that... Because, I mean, and I'm going to quote Bill Maher, we are a nation of idiots. (laughs) It's funny because it seems like some things over in Europe run so much more smoothly than over here. You know, they, the way they kind of take care of the people, the lower... uh, But... There's some things about this country I think that get knocked, you know, like, I think because we live here, we get the, you know, we get all the racial tension and you see like the, the pollutions and this and that. But Europe actually is a worse place for racial harmony, believe me. There's things over there that happen that don't happen over here. Um, they're just as bad, if not worse, the way that some minorities and different people are treated you know, overseas, but it's, you know, it's, it's away from home. We don't see that. It's always seems like it's the worst here. There's a lot of things in this country that are broken that could be fixed, but you know, we're so close to it. Like I said, you know, we can go back two or three generations in some families and like black families and they still have grandparents around that could say, Hey, I remember when this happened. And then when they were kids, they probably had great your grandparents or great grandparents are around that said, Hey, I still remember when we we're slaves, you know, or so there it's so close where, you know, it's like all that tension and that shit just stays with it, you know? And I mean, that's a hard thing to get past. And then you're talking about, you know, moving forward and educating our society. It's like, Jesus Christ, there's so many, like I said, so many little things that keep infighting and stuff. In, in the lower levels of the people who, like I said, the poorer people or the lower middle class people that should be bonding together to try and fight for those types of things that I think that's kind of what they always say. This is conspiratorial, but they always say, you know, that's the thing with the rich, the wealthy class that runs everything. You know, they want to keep the fucking poor people fighting amongst each other to keep themselves down, you know, so they can maintain power. It seems like in yeah, a way that's, it's it's working, and especially if they get their uh, fucking budget that they proposed. If they, it, I doubt they'll get it, but if they get it, it would be one of the biggest transfers of wealth we've ever seen in our lives. The biggest transfers of wealth we've ever yeah. seen in our life. Between that and um, the so-called healthcare bill, if they got those, yeah, it, it would completely turn everything upside yeah. down. But like I said, you know, just. Hope that, I mean, we've been pretty good about not talking specifically about Trump, but the Comey <laughs> testimony is supposed to come up later this week. and Yeah, it should be interesting. I hope to see what that comes out as. And then I think, also, uh, think Trump is uh, trying to like keep the uh, focus on some other things than that. You know, he's uh, all the dumb shit that he's been doing going out of the Paris Climate Accord and all that shit. Man, when um, believe me, Comey testifies, that's all that's going to be much, for those couple of days. So he you know, can't get setting up get uh, more chaos to go on in the Middle East with all those countries kind of okay. exiling Qatar. Well, um, and then uh, this is actually I, I never really even thought of. I never even 
like really paid attention to it because I think that there's bigger fish to fry. But I mean the the whole um, air traffic controller thing. I don't know if mm-hmm. you read anything on that. I mean that I think that actually might be a decent gig. I think that might be a a good deal. But um, you know I I don't I don't know for sure. I know that the opponents of it say that you know we have one of the most stable and secure networks in the world so why change things um but you know we we are using old antiquated systems you know and it might be time to modernize and kind of update it and you know the best way to do that is and it's a little bit different because they they say privatized but that's not necessarily what it is um it's non-profit privatized so Mm. Essentially, what it will mean is, you know, your ticket prices might go up a little bit. Yeah, I, 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 I read just brief thing on it, so I'm not really up to speed on it. But kind of from anytime they say privatized and they want to take it, first of all, that means regulations won't be as strict. Um, if accidents and stuff do happen, then instead of having the FAA and the government involved in the investigation, it'll be, you know, up to those. Airlines, whoever's in charge, that's so there's a lot of things involved with it that I don't particularly like. I know this is what as more of a lefty. I am all for regulation. I know it. It could cost sometimes. It could cost more money because you're having to pay for the you know people to go out of their way to make sure that they're up to certain standards of quality. I prefer that. I'll pay an extra five or six cents on. A food product and know that it's being inspected coming into the country it's not you know or this whatever the fucking case is you know um i don't know i have to do a little bit more research on it. i get a little worried anytime i hear privatization though with anything um because then it seems like most of the stuff the big things like that that get privatized it goes afoul real quick like our prison system and things like that so well that was different the yeah, prison system, that privatization, that was for profit. Yeah. That's a whole nother ball game. Yeah, I they know, are looking to fucking make money. I know what they're saying on this. I know what you're saying about them saying non but I don't know. I, I have to look into a bit more. I just I get a little leery. Especially anytime a Republican says, I let's we need to privatize this. <laughs> get out of the I understand, hands. But there's already several countries that have it. Mm-hmm. Several. Like I said, I don't know. I, I, a I lot of it. European countries, Canada has it. Well, it might one of the most maybe socialized countries we know, or that's near us, Canada, and they got it. What so, I'm, if it's if it's done right, like I said, I haven't read the fine print, mm-hmm. but I think if it's done right, you know, that that could be a good benefit because you know you got to look at uh, people that don't fly that will never fly. Mm-hmm. And their tax dollars are going to that. It's like, well, why? They're not flying. They never yeah, do. Yeah, I, I don't. That's a con, so, that's one of those arguments I don't like. Conservatives the, will use that, like, oh, we're paying all these taxes, and they go to these programs, these welfare programs, and this. Well, no, it's like, well, I'm a different. liberal, and my tax dollars go to pay for wars and shit that I don't want. I mean, it's that's part of being a citizen. You pay tax dollars, you don't always get a say in where they go. You know. Yeah, but. I feel like travel is a little bit different than those other sectors, like helping the poor. You know, that's that's a social good that benefits all no, of I society. Know. Education, that's a social good that benefits all of society. Yeah, but if you don't but have kids, air travel, like you know. that, that only benefits people that can pay for it. 
Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> you know, no, like, I mean, I, I hear you. I'm just, but then that's the same argument Republicans would turn around and say, like, oh, you're making us purchase health care. We don't, what if we don't want to buy health care? Well, why do we have again, to buy health care that has, you again, know, all these things for like, oh, a healthy for society pregnancy. benefits society? Uh, dude, I, I know what you're I, saying. I'm I, just know saying what you're, I know what you're saying, but what I am saying is it goes right back to my argument that we need better education because we need people that can think critically so they can see past bullshit. Yeah, well, good luck. It ain't happening. I, I know it ain't happening, but I'm going to keep on saying it. So here in Texas, this is a little bit of talking about education. This is kind of the shit that they pull because Republicans are always like, oh, we love our soldiers and, you know, and education so important i mean i know both sides do this during every fucking election but so because of when i served in the military i served before um you know 911 and shit and so i got what was the gi bill when i was in the military which was a shit gi bill i paid like 1200 dollars in they took like 100 bucks out of each of my check for the first year and then they turn around and give me like i can't even remember how much money i got now it was like ten thousand dollars worth of fucking tuition or something like that. I mean, it wasn't a ton. And you only had so many years to use it after you got out. And so, I mean, I used it and I got like two years of college done and I had some money on it and it ran out because I fucked around for so much. But um, but it's a bullshit one. And then, you know, 9-11 came. They're trying to get people a list. And one of the things they did is they really beefed up all the college funds and, you know, where people could go and they'd get like 35, 40, 50 grand for college. And they changed the rules on it where, like, if you got it, it never ran out. And if you didn't use it, you could pass it on to your kids and all that. I mean, they made it awesome. And so Texas did a thing where they passed... Uh, law they call it the Hazelwood Act, which basically said like people f- like me who were like in between the first Gulf War and the second that had the old GI Bill, which was shit. Like you know, if you're born in Texas and you served in the military from such and such date to such and such date, which I fell in, then you would basically you could get free tuition to a state-run a public college. Like I could go to fucking UT. And I wouldn't have to pay for my courses. I got to pay for my books and all that shit, you know, but they pay for my courses. And which is great. I mean, I probably should be taking advantage of it, but I haven't. Um, But they expanded it where it would go for your kids, too. So not only could I use it, like only one member of your family could use it once. I could use it, but then I could let my son use it. And I'm like, this is great because now I'm like, now I know I'm paying for my kids college. I told the little shit, I'm like, look, dude, you got to go to like fucking UT or you know something like that because it's public school. You got to pick a public school in Texas. I could sit and get free tuition. And I'm like, now I got the other one on the way. I'm like, don't have to save money for that fucker either. I got money out my ass for college now, bitches. Well, the Republicans in this state, when they passed it, I guess they didn't realize they didn't good, do good research. Um, on how many veterans there were during that time that are from Texas that could take oh, advantage Jesus. of it. So, like, they put a cost on it. And I'm, this, I'm pulling this out of my ass. I always say this when I don't know for certain because I'm not fucking Trump fake news. Um, like, they estimated it's going to cost the state, like, $10 billion a year or something. Whatever. Or not even that much, you know, whatever. But because so many people are taking advantage of it, it's cost, like, five times that much. So they're freaking out. So now the Republicans are trying to basically get rid of this 
completely for wow. like all the family members. And then they want to have it where you could still use, like I would still be able to use it, but they're going to reduce it. So it's like you could only use so much and you get so, like, it's like they're trying to totally cut it back. I'm like, this is the typical shit. <laughs> the motherfuckers, we love the troops, you know, Ooh, we need to educate and take care of our troops. And they get this together and it's a great bill. Cause like I said, when I served and when the time frame when these people served, like the college funding was shit from the military. And so this was a way to say, thank you for your service. We're going to try and help you out. And then it's like, Ooh, it costs too much. We're going to have to give it. It's like, well, how about you motherfuckers raise some taxes on some fucking corporations around here? Cause Texas, like literally every corporation moves down here. They never pay taxes. But yet every fucking road they're putting up is a toll road now. And our property taxes are the highest in the country or like second fucking highest. Yeah. You know, I'm like, you motherfuckers, man. So now I'm telling my kids like, uh, I said, you might, you <laughs> said you might be having to fucking live with me or your fucking grandma. You're going to school. I might not be able to help you out that college as much as I thought. <laughs> like motherfucker, man. Oh, we need to. I, I told him, I said, we need to start. Like, you could do the uh, fucking thing, like, for college credits, what do you call it? Like, oh, my God. You take the test, and you can, like, just get your credits. Like, you can clap, clap out. What the fuck is the term? I can't remember it. Maybe. Oh, man. It's been so long. I can't remember. But I, I know what you mean. Somebody out there listening knows what I'm talking about. But the, I told him, I said, you fucking, we need to do, like, Dookie Hauser your ass and get you out of school real <laughs> quick. And, you know, so we can, <laughs> because we got to get you in, because they've, they tr- they're trying to do it. They said they were going to try and do it again this year, probably. But they're getting a lot of backlash. I'm like, dude, I would hope that fucking they get tons of backlash for that. You know, it's like this might be the one fucking thing I actually get out of being in the military. <laughs> I could get my kids college paid for. God damn it. So that's just personal bitch. I know nobody else gives a shit, but I'm just, that's just some of the shit that goes on behind the scenes that people don't realize. That's our fucking great Republicans. And what they fucking do. <laughs> you know, well, wow. Again, you know, people don't pay attention. They don't read. So how do you expect them to be well-informed enough to form a uh, coherent, coherent uh, opinion on anything, really? That <sighs> is what it is, man. So. Oh, Christ. Uh, oh, you want... I got one last little fucking fun time note before we call it before I'm done after this. I've, I've talked a whole fucking time. Anyway, I got to go fucking get a drink, take a piss and fucking watch some wrestling. So I could do my podcast, my other podcast. God damn it. <laughs> um, so this is the most fucked up thing, dude. I didn't see this on the news at all because it's all Trump all the time. Now this is what I got to do. Um, I need to start pulling some of these little like stories from states and different things, like these fucked up things, and we need to start doing a segment on this again because now everything's Trump all the time on the major networks. Like they totally disregard all this crazy shit going on in the states. Yeah. But um, so in Florida, they passed a thing called the Grieving Families Act. That if check this shit out, dude. If a woman's pregnant and the baby dies after nine weeks. All right. Like if okay. it's stillbirth, whatever, then they have to fucking get a death certificate for the child. It what? has to be issued. Yeah. 
It said certifications will contain language that they're not to be used as proof of a live birth because they weren't ever fucking born. Um, like the pro-choice groups are saying this is just a way to fucking basically say that life starts at a certain time, you know, and, and you know, to kind of get it legally. Yeah, legally. try to like, yeah. But yeah, so this is already signed into law and this is going to take place actually just starting in July in Florida now. So if a woman, you know, fucking has a miscarriage or like I said, stillbirth or anything like that to um, a fucking child, then they have to get a goddamn birth or death certificate issued. And one of the, it's not on this story because I read two different stories on it because I did a little bit more look because, you know, I like to uh, make sure my sources are correct. <laughs> but this is actually off of a CBS, some CBS News, this one. But uh, one of the things I read said that the parents could, would actually have the option of naming the child on the death certificate. Oh, like, my God. And I'm Fuck like, off. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, you know how hard is it? Because there's nothing more that, uh, you know, a woman who just, uh, you know, they're lost their fetus, mm -hmm. nothing more that they want to do than to name the fucking kid and get a death certificate for it. Oh, uh, it's, it's ridiculous. How fucked up are you people? I'm like, this is what we're doing. Like, they have and no other issues what, they could be What was on. the title of it again? Uh, it's the Grieving Families Act. Oh, yeah, because it'll make people grieve more. Than they, they already to, do. When they have to go deal with picking because up of the loss of their child, you fucking pieces of shit. Well, I guess I got to go put get that death certificate now. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be back in a little bit. Yeah, and plus, if I plus you don't want to put the name of the kid on. You know how hard it is a name a fucking kid, dude? Like it takes you a while to come up with one. I'm not gonna waste yeah, it on nine a weeks. You're not gonna fucking baby. know a name. Man, probably not by then. Let's see. Oh, hold on. Let me see. Did I fucking read that wrong? Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, f I fucking read that wrong. Uh, the nine weeks thing was for... Oh, Jesus Christ. It was... Um, God damn it. This is why I should have fucking printed off the other story thing. Motherfucker. It's, no, 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 no. If It says... Fake news for, right here, folks. No, it says if the... If the <laughs> they would be available to women whose pregnancies end after nine weeks or before 20 weeks for gestation. So the woman between nine weeks and 20 weeks, they have the option of getting the death certificate. This is why I fucked up. But if it's uh, after, okay. tw but after 20 weeks, I'm sorry, after 20 weeks, it's mandatory. Still fucked up. No, no, it's, yeah, it's still fucked up. But I, I, I especially fucking... 20 weeks. I'm kind of curious as a statistics as to how many, uh, pregnancies are lost at 20 weeks. Well, dude, I think, I mean, I know we're the greatest nation on earth and we're fucking perfect, but I Fuck think no, our fucking infant deaths are higher than some third world countries. That's what I was going to say, but we have one of the highest mortality rates of like any country. So actually I think there's only like a couple countries that are higher than us. I mean, of the industrialized nations, yeah. not fucking like, you know, mud fucking hut nations, but, um, yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm sure. I'm kind of curious as to how many that would be. That's that's fucking obscene. That's obscene, <laughs> is what that is. That's that's actually I that's assault as far as I'm concerned. It's like they have that thing where I think Florida is one of the states that does this too, where if a woman wants to get an abortion, they have to do the fucking vaginal 
fucking sonogram thing and look at the fucking picture on oh, the screen like look at it fucking hell <laughs> look at it they fucking uh clockwork <laughs> orange it and like pry yeah. open their eyes yeah they the, do the vaginal ultrasound and make them fucking stare at the screen you look yeah. at that baby you look at that baby you're gonna and murder. then once they're done with that they fucking show them all these like fake little fucking setups of mm-hmm. people like ripping babies out and biting their heads off Ozzy Osbourne style and shit. <laughs> yeah, so Ozzy comes in and fucking bites it <laughs> off of a fucking baby. <laughs> this is what you're doing to your child. God mm. damn it, man! These people know no bounds. They're fetuses. Fuck off. It's the way it goes, man. That's most of them probably you. don't need to live anyway. Probably not. I think we have way too many people. On news. This yeah, news. Fucking flash. Most of us don't need to fucking be here. Well, it's like that I told includes you. myself. Yeah, if I, told, I was never born, trust me, this fucking world would not know the damn difference. I told my son this. I was like, you know, try and enjoy your fucking life as much as you can because you might be the last of the last generation that gets to live a full life because I'm giving the earth about another hundred years or so before we wipe ourselves out. So in about 100, 150 years. That seems to be about the time frame. So... I don't know, man. So God. that's just a fun little nugget. So look for that to be coming to a state, a conservative state near you after they've passed it in Florida now. <laughs> uh, I I hope that. Well, I'm pretty sure that there's somebody that's gonna line up and sue. Huh? Take it to court. I don't. I don't know, man. Like I said, it's it's already passed. It's fucking. Cause I I can't, uh, man. If if I had impregnated a girl and she lost the fetus at 20 weeks and we had to get a death certificate for it mm-hmm. like had to by law mm-hmm. i i don't know what i'd do i'd flip my fucking shit you'd have to fucking sign the fucking father I, signature I would, on there i would fucking be so furious <laughs> well luckily you don't have to worry about that, Eric. They don't have that law in Minnesota yet, so nope. you're good to go. Probably never will. Liberal. <laughs> in fact, Minnesota signed up, I think, today uh, for... Um, apparently, there's some agreement going around states that they are going to adhere to uh, the Paris Climate Accord, mm-hmm. regardless of what the federal government says. Yeah, a lot of... Uh, a lot of governors in uh, Democratic states and some yep. ma- major cities, the mayors and stuff, are jumping on that. So, hey, not all Americans are fucking complete pieces of shit. <laughs> you know, and not all white people are racist. Not all fucking black people are criminals. Let's we got to start working together, people. Let's make this yeah. shit happen. Let's uh, get these votes. Let's get these votes up next time. Let's fucking get some lefties in there. Let's. It's going to take a lot of fucking work to, to fucking fix the disaster that Trump's going to leave behind. Our credibility is going to be shot. There will. It's like it's funny because Republicans always talked about the Obama apology tour. It's like, well, guess what? The next Democrat president's going to be on an apology tour for real. No shit. Because well, <laughs> so. yeah. I mean, there. It hasn't really been talked about. I know a lot of people have been talking about the fact that we pulled out of the Paris climate deal. Um. You know, and what kind of impact that that's going to have on the earth and how it's going to have, like, no economic impact whatsoever on the United States. So it's like, why the fuck did we even do this? Mm-hmm. Um, 
But what it did do, and this is something that most people have not even talked about, is that it actually weakened us significantly on the global scale because China came out and said, no, we're not backing out, we're staying in. Um, so you're starting to see a lot of these European countries starting to kind of nudge over to China and kind of pushing away the United States. Mm-hmm. So we're losing allies, and not only that, but our allies are gaining with people that we are in contention with. No, it's just like him, the first so, thing he said was, you know, we're getting rid of that TPP. Well, that was just to open up more markets in some of these Asian countries, like my uh, wife's home country, Laos. <laughs> some yeah. of those, there's open up markets, and as soon as we said, Trump comes in, he goes, nope, we're not doing the TPP. China went in and said, hey, we can uh, we can do some maneuvering here. China's, exactly. China's going to be the biggest benefactor of the Trump presidency. Yep. All it has done is weakened America. So, congratulations, all you flag-waving racist pieces of shit. Good yeah, job. You American, America strong. Yeah, you eh. just made it a pussy. <laughs> eh. Just, you know, we just set our country back about 50 years. So no big yeah. deal. But, you know, Trump looks strong. Oh, yeah, he's a tough guy. Yeah. <laughs> Him and that big fucking fat ass. God damn. I, I, can't, I, I always want, I, I got to catch myself. I always want to say... Oh, Trump. I just... Oh, it'd be terrible if something happened. <laughs> Poor, <laughs> you know, like a heart attack or something. Of course. You know, because he eats all that KFC. Yeah. T- taco bowls from Trump Tower. It'd be terrible if something happened to him. Uh, God damn it. All right. Let's fucking wrap this shit. All righty, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Check out Michael's other show, The Utterly Pointless Podcast. Yeah, it will be a new show this week, guaranteed. Check out my other show, The Totally Worthless Podcast, mm-hmm. both on the Intellectual Saviors Network. That's right. Uh, check out Podblocked, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Chris and Joe, and their 742 Evergreen Terrace mm-hmm. Simpsons mm-hmm. Podcast. I don't even know if they're still doing that. I haven't seen a post on that in a while. <laughs> I know it's maybe probably they, like digital frustrations yeah, they maybe they digital frustrations it. that shit and blew it up and <laughs> we just keep fucking promoting it uh, check out Brad's other show Andy and the Bradtastic Voyage and that one is not still going on the digital frustrations network nope maybe maybe soon to join the fucking intellectual saviors network <laughs> how so uh, I'm confused are they still going to call it the digital frustrations network if they're not doing digital frustrations uh, I don't know. They're still doing the another show, but I'm not gonna say it because I don't want to give it any fucking promotion. Yeah. But they still have their other little gaming show. So uh-huh. I, I guess they, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they're doing anymore. Don't know. Don't really give a shit. Me either. <laughs> anyway, folks, them. have a good week. Try not to kill yourself. Hmm. Well, yeah. Don't don't kill yourselves. We don't have that many listeners. <laughs> we need everyone we got. Hey, also, if you guys want to donate money to us, uh, <laughs> like on a monthly thing, for Patron for a dick pic for $10 a month, uh, <laughs> let me know, and I'll set that fucking thing up. Otherwise, I'm yeah. not going to do it because I'm lazy. Let me know if you want flaccid or hard. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a, I'm a grower, not a shower, so that, that is a very important distinction. What you got to do is, um, 
dress it up like every time put a different outfit on it and take a picture like put a little bow tie on it or something yeah put a little hat on it one time a little vest on it another something a little fedora mm-hmm. make it kind of artsy you know we don't want it like <laughs> make it black and white and grainy or something <laughs> <laughs> so anyway if you guys want to donate some money and stuff we'll get the p- patreon up and running then you guys can have that fine stuff to look forward to <laughs> uh all right, folks. Have a good week. Yep. Go fuck yourselves.